Hi everyone and welcome to the 85th episode of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hey guys. And it's the return of Brian. Uh... <laughs> Brian has turned into zombie Brian. <laughs> yes, Brian unfortunately was enjoying too many frivolities last night. just a few too many (laughs) don't drink kids it's not good for you yeah so um we've got brian back on the show i mean he's going to talk to us about final fantasy 14 lauren and i've been playing obviously as you guys know but brian has been playing it way more than we have (laughs) yeah just a little bit so we're going to talk about final fantasy 14 a bit later on the show but because of that, we've actually got four segments today. So we're breaking the news out because there was a big announcement um, that took place in the last month. Well, well, not like big, big earth-shattering kind of thing, but it's a definite discussion topic. <laughs> so we're breaking that out from the rest of the news. And then we've got the burning question as well, where we talked about operas. And then we're going to go on to Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. Yeah, what, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so as always, Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union. And it's presented by the Gaming Union Network and TwixMusic.com. And if you're listening for the first time, we are on iTunes. If you just search for us, we are the num- as number one podcast for Final Fantasy. And you can also reach us on FinalFantasyUnion.com and GamingUnion.net. So... What was the earth-shattering news that wasn't earth-shattering? Well, <laughs> Square Enix has decided that now is the time to make a Final Fantasy committee which will be tasked with ensuring the quality of the games is maintained moving forward. <laughs> Seeing Brian shaking his head here because he's just thinking, why? <laughs> I just, I don't think it'll work. Maybe it will. Mm. So I think there's two main points here. One, they th- obviously they feel the need to make this, which doesn't really bode that well. No, <laughs> <laughs> not really. It's, I don't, I don't know. There, there, there's a a manga that that I really like called Bakuman, and there, it, there's actually this antagonist that shows up who is who's making just the most amazing mangas in the world, and people are wondering how is he doing this. And you find out that he's doing it because he has this committee of fans that he always talks to and says, okay, now I need to know what, you know, give me the best ideas that you can and I'll pick the best of the best. And that's what it seems like they're doing. And in the in, in Bakuman, it, it ends up failing miserably. Like, oh, dude no. is just shut down. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. Maybe you should, like, mail them all a copy of that Bakuman and just be like, here take this <laughs> you well, need it. <laughs> you know as often as square listens to user feedback i'm gonna say i'm probably just not gonna expend the energy yeah <laughs> so, I mean, one of the comments that we uh we had loads of comments on the forums actually this kind of exploded a bit because obviously people have a lot of opinions in terms yeah. of who's on the committee who should be on it why they need one um mm-hmm. but the one that stood out for me most was from b-boy rock who said it surprises me that they didn't already have a group of people looking after the series to ensure the quality was good. <laughs> <laughs> Up to this yeah. point, it's just let's throw everything against the wall and see what sticks. Quality yeah. assurance? Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, Who needs basically, that? The, the committee is, well, it's not being chaired by anyone that I know, but it's being headed up by four different people. Uh, which suggests that there are other people also in it that haven't really been mentioned. But um, they've basically picked all of directors from the the games that are more recent. So um, Kataze's in there, and he obviously directed six, seven, eight, and ten. Uh, Toriyama's in there. He, uh, if you don't know, directed ten part two, and then went on to direct Final Fantasy twelve Revenant Wings. 
hmm. before going on to the Final Fantasy XIII series. Then I think this one was quite surprising, but I'm also quite pleased is that Hajime Tabata is in there. So he directed yeah. Crisis Core and Before Crisis and then moved on to really making a name for himself with the PSP games for Square Enix. So, I mean, the most recent one was Type Zero, which we've obviously never played. Yeah. Um, but he also was in charge of like the third birthday. And I think he helped out with um, Birth by Sleep as well. And he's obviously co- co-directing Final Fantasy XV with Nomura. So, you know, he's got quite a lot of potential. I think. Oh, that's Type Zero. Yeah. I, okay, so so you guys who are listening, you, you have no idea what's going on here, but essentially, I'm looking at the outline here, and next to his name, it says FFT-0, and I'm thinking, Final Fantasy Tactics, the original? <laughs> what? Yeah. And I was like, what is yeah. that? Oh, type zero, wah, wah. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Slow clap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um... Yeah, I think I think his inclusion is is the most surprising because yeah. he's obviously an up and coming person in Square Enix. So I think that's really good. And the other person that they've included is Yoshida, who um, obviously has really turned around fourteen. So yeah. I think yeah. he's probably the most pertinent person. Like he, him and Kitaze are probably the most important people in that in that committee, just yeah. because Kitaze obviously he's made the four most successful ones they've ever done. Yeah. Um, and Yoshida, um, you know, he he had to take a game that was failing dismally yeah. and pretty yeah. much make it into what now is probably the premium MMO on the market. Yeah, yeah. it's true. It's, he, but he it's did. it's sad, though, in, in a sense. I, whether it's good or bad, I don't know. But it's just sad that there's nobody on this panel that we know of so far that came before 6. Yeah, yeah so there's just the- nobody else there. This is one of the big things because, yeah, all the directors... Obviously, Sakaguchi would have been uh, probably involved. A shoe-in. <laughs> yeah. uh, he kind of left. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure he's up for a bit of freelance work, but I don't know sure. if Square Enix really want to pay his fees. Yeah, oh, no, I'm, but, but if, he, if he was still there, he would have been immediately on the panel, I'm sure. Either that or he'd just tell them <laughs> to make the storylines as confusing as possible in order to bring Square Enix down. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, I think the the other big omission that people were quite concerned about is the fact that Ito isn't involved, and, and he directed mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VI with Gitarze, but was also mm-hmm. involved in kind of the the more um, kind of out there ones. So he directed Final Fantasy IX and twelve, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, I guess just because twelve was kind of like it, it was basically a different staff set. Yeah, um, maybe they just felt that he wasn't really i mean because he's still at square enix yeah but he's developing Mm. iphone games so i I think maybe there were some internal things that went on and they were just kind of like yeah it's time for you to uh step down a little bit i don't know we're gonna demote you to the mobile platform (laughs) yeah go to the mobiles um but the only thing that i kind of like was reading was just people were busy so i don't know if that's the same yeah but um i mean mean, like He's what someone else that you think would be quite involved, but he he was cut out because he's too busy doing other things. Well, I mean, he is he is doing Final Fantasy fifteen, and but then he so is doing Tabata. Kingdom Hearts three, and then he is doing another Kingdom Hearts, which is Kingdom Hearts Chi. But I, I don't feel bad days. for him. I mean, he's just heaped bad. this onto himself, and this, I would uh, like to a, see it, him on there. But at the same time, I don't want. I love Namor, but there are certain things about him that I am kind of over at this point. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't want that to be in every single thing that we get from yeah. from Square Enix. And I'm afraid that it would, because I mean, what project is he not doing something for now? It's yeah. true. He pretty much is every single major 
console release he is involved in because he, yeah. he's, he's still like basically takes control of the art direction as well yeah and they haven't really so i think maybe there's some of the smaller games but you know the major games like no one really has a choice it's this is yeah. the the Moore's doing the yeah. characters this is the art direction we're going in and like they get some other people to like, i think uh, lightning returns they're kind of getting a few more people to do it yeah but mm. but still it's it's still led by his initial art direction he exactly. created the yeah. characters it is a shame though because I would like to see like a different sort of um, direction with the art as like I mean I'm I'm not I'm I'm not knocking Nomura at all I like I like his style but it would be interesting to see somebody else's take and the only time that we've really had that was Final Fantasy 12 the last time wasn't yeah, it? which was uh, I think Aki. yeah, and I thought his art, I thought his art style was really good. I I really liked some of his designs. Yeah, and you know they could always bring back Kamano. I mean, they, yeah. he didn't have a problem doing Final Fantasy Nine. No. Mm-hmm. But no, who who directed Eleven, and why is that person not on this list? Um, I think I'm I'm not 100 percent sure here, but I believe the person who directed Eleven is the person who originally directed Fourteen, and he's oh, not on this list anymore. Snap! Snap! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude got canned. Oh, he got yeah. hosed. Let me just check. I think it was Tanaka. Oh, if that is the case, that is hilarious. Let's see. Yeah, it's I mean, not not for him, obviously, but hilarious. No, he didn't. Producer. Oh, no, he did. Yeah, he he was heavily involved in Final Fantasy XI oh, as producer. In Final Fantasy fourteen, you mean? Yeah. Um, director was Komoto. Komoto. Who isn't even listed he, yeah, on... Yeah, he was on Final Fantasy eleven as well. He's not even listed on um, Wikipedia. He doesn't even have a page. He was the director of Final Fantasy eleven from 2003 to 2008. So, yeah, he was... Oh, wow. So he was... Uh, he. I don't know if he would have done Zillart, but he would have done Promethea and... Let's see, he would have done Treasures. Promethea, Otter Gone, yeah. Wings of the Goddess... Mm. Yeah, then someone took over from him in 2008, I guess, because he was getting too hardcore with the other game. But but yeah, Tanaka was the person who pretty much led the vision with uh, Mm. Ishii um, for Final Fantasy XI. And Tanaka, yeah, he he was the person who pretty much had to take the fall for Final Fantasy XIV and got fired by Square Enix. Well, Yoshida's on the list, so I'm I'm happy. He he really has done a great job of fourteen. so. Yeah, it's true. You can't win them all, can you? Yeah, and I think no. the other thing interesting thing that came out of this, and it was a slightly different news piece, but um, Kataze was basically talking about the, the approaches that they've been taking because obviously, um, since um, I'm having a mind blank on the CEO of Square Enix, former CEO of Square Enix now, Wada. There we go. <laughs> Wada. 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 <laughs> since he came on board, like everything was about sequel, sequel, sequel. We must make as much money out of all these properties as possible. Like we had the Final Fantasy VII compilation, yeah. Final Fantasy thirteen as like expanded, and Final Fantasy twelve even had like the spin-offs with uh, Revenant Wings as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dissidia was like a big compilation game. Final Fantasy three be on every console thing yep. ever in all the entire the world. Um, it will and, even be on Atari at some point. <laughs> and, and Kataza came out and said quite something quite interesting, in, whereby he said Final Fantasy Thirteen being a trilogy, trilogy was something very expen- experimental for us. A new challenge that we took on with each Final Fantasy title, we start with a brand new concept with each installment. So if the team who does Final Fantasy Fifteen decides to incorporate some element like a sequel, that's their decision. But it doesn't sound like it's going to be enforced on them. So. Mm. 
they're only going to make it as a, um, a a kind of a franchise if the team feel that it could be developed into one. And I don't know whether that's something the new CEO has kind of instilled in them in, in terms of because he does what he seems to have done is really going back to the roots. Um, mm. You know, like they're obviously they've announced like big games that people were interested in, um, and they're following through with quite a lot of things. Obviously, the HD remakes of Kingdom Hearts, yeah. uh, Final Fantasy X. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of that was obviously in place before he came on board, yeah. but you know, they seem to be shifting their priorities a bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and obviously, Final Fantasy fourteen is is turned around in a big way, and mm-hmm. yeah. you know, if you Wada was still in charge, who knows? But yeah, you know, the, the new guy has definitely steadied the ship. Although I I was kind of thinking <clears throat> though, like with regards to um, these sequels that keep happening, and I know I know some people are sick of sequels, some people like the sequels. But um, what's interesting is that we have such small time with these, well, small but not small time with the worlds that we inhabit when we are playing these games. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. you think about, like, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII. Sure, we see, like, stories from each area, but we only see one sort of story, don't we? We don't really get another, another sort of look at it. So really, it feels sequels... like a lot of the world that's been created is just wasted in the end. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So maybe, like, it it would be cool if they took that sort of under their sort of direction or where they're going with yeah, it. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with 10 Part 2. No. I, I didn't really have a problem no, with neither uh, did I. 13 Part 2 either. I think the whole thing is that... I think Square Enix needs to treat them less as as on par as main series games. And not in terms of quality, but um, you see it every single time. Whenever there's a sequel, the sales just diminish. Yeah. Mm. And it, but if they when when you're looking at the sales of the older games, they did kind of go down. Like the first one on the consoles was the most, like seven, and then eight. They had pretty similar sales, but then nine was lower, and then ten, which we had high sales, and twelve was a bit lower. Mm. Um, but you know the drop off rate from like um, from thirteen to thirteen two is is quite astounding, and I, I, oh, I yeah. imagine that Lightning Returns is is not going to really grow upon that. I, yeah. I can't it's, imagine it's, that it will. But I mean, you know, in his quote, Final Fantasy thirteen being a trilogy was something very experimental, but it didn't it didn't feel experimental. It felt we are going to keep giving you this product until you love it, yeah. until yeah. you tell us, you know, you know love it or we're just going to keep beating it in you until you do and you know i understand you know seven has been beaten to death but it's been beaten to death because there's there seemingly has been a fan demand for it i i and i could be mistaken but i haven't seen the same thing with the 13 property in the 13 world and it just keeps really like lightning people really like but why 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 are they trying to turn lightning into the new cloud you know that that seems so so much to be their their thing now. Oh, you know, lightning is the new cloud. Well, but why does she have to be? Why why is that the only direction that she can go in? I just I don't find her that interesting of a character. I never have. Yeah, yeah. I know. But that, I think, I, that's just me, and, and that's just a rant on my part. But still, I mean, it's yeah. interesting you did the on Final Fantasy VII as well because if you think about how they approached that, they obviously had the main game which sold like eight nine million copies. Yeah. Um, but then they had the spin-offs like Crisis Core and Dirge of Cerberus and Be- Before Crisis, mm-hmm. which kind of were their own thing, and they didn't really... Mm-hmm. Re- like, obviously, Final Fantasy VII drove them, but they didn't rely mm-hmm. on it. 
Mm-hmm. Sure. Whereas they they, they had the cannon that they could go back to, but it yeah, wasn't okay. It, it, Thirty it was minutes later, was, after you've beat Sephiroth, here's where you are. Yeah, it was, it, it, like it was something that was there for the fans if they wanted it, yeah. but it didn't inhibit what the rest of the company was doing. It was like I agree. you can play Crisis Core, uh, which came out what 2008 ish, something like that, something like that, or you can play Lightning uh, Final Fantasy 13. You know, uh, like they didn't they didn't t- step on each other's toes. Whereas at the moment, Square Enix currently progressed forward with the Final Fantasy franchise in terms of 15 because Lightning mm-hmm. Returns has got to come out first. And mm-hmm. like, I think that if they kind of you just diminished the the importance of these spin-offs and, and directed them more, this is something that you can play if you want to play it. Sure. Yeah, the sales going to go down, but you can guarantee that Final Fantasy 15 is going to sell more than Lightning Returns ever will. Yeah. Oh sure, sure. It, I, I I agree. I agree. And yeah, it, it's it's tough though that if you have a story that you want to tell that's just so big that it won't fit into you know the parameter of a forty hour game. Which, I mean, there there are there games out there that are intentionally longer that that you know your entire story is going to last you longer than you know fifty sixty hours. I I guess it, it depends how you want. to because uh, like Mass Effect, clearly they planned out as a massive, massive thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if you're got, trying like, to do that, you know, well. you, you you do kind of have to. I understand that you do have to have. Um, you, you have to make way for for more than one game. You're not going to be able to put yeah. everything into one, and I understand that. Um, but but I I kind of agree more with you where make one self-contained game if it works out and people love the world the lore the canon behind it expand upon it no problem whatsoever yeah. but uh, this I, was I think... an instance where we've got a trilogy plan well we don't really care about it but we're still going to give it to you anyway you know? I know so i think also yeah just looking at mass effect and assassin's creed obviously assassin's creed had that element of um reimagination every single time you know yeah. you've got a new protagonist you've got a completely new world it basically was very doctor Although... who very yeah, Doctor I mean, Who. There was a, a continuous story, but it was it reimagined itself every time. And mm-hmm. Mass yeah. Effect as well was kind of a similar thing in terms of it was a completely different story, completely different world every single time. It was just kind of got the same character. Yeah. yeah. Although it's really interesting about like bringing up about Assassin's Creed because Assassin's Creed wasn't really that. I, I don't remember the it being that fantastic when it came out. Like, I mean, I remember everybody being super hyped about it, but it nowhere near, like, it, it didn't do nearly as well as Assassin's Creed 2, did it? Oh, Assassin's Creed still did pretty damn well, considering it was a, a brand new franchise. Well, the mm-hmm. trailer was, like, amazing yeah, um, for it. Yeah, it was, I think it was a love-hate game. Like, some people really liked it, some people really hated it. Like, I remember there were certain parts of it that I really liked, but the whole thing for me was that the story kept me engaged, and mm. it kept me wanting to play assassin's creed 2 yeah mm-hmm. and assassin's creed 2 they did what every developer should do and they fixed all the stuff that didn't work <laughs> yeah. but but they didn't but they did it based on what they thought yeah like you know that they knew what worked and what didn't they mm-hmm. listened yeah. to feedback where it was applicable they mm-hmm. didn't do what square Enix did with them, uh, 13 part 2 and make the game that they thought the fans would want yeah uh, <laughs> to be continued the fans never want that yeah. no never do no. that again or, uh, or to have especially like, if it's going to be uh, talked about in the DLC. Or to have oh, like good. so many endings, and then have only have one be like, oh, to be continued, and the rest like not even make sense with another sequel. Anyway, uh, <laughs> maybe good. this panel of of people will prevent that from happening. 
Or maybe they will perpetuate it to a degree that will just drive us all nuts. Who knows? Well, you know, Final Fantasy 15 at this point has been in... When it comes out, I reckon it's probably going to be 2015, 2016. Mm -hmm. So you've had a good 10 years development. So if it doesn't have the best of quality, there's... I I do hope, though, that, you know, going back to Katase's quote, I hope that they abandon 13 and they don't, they don't, listen, just don't tie anything in, create a brand new property and and let's start over. I'm I'm hoping that's what they do, but I'm afraid they probably won't. So on that, I think we're now going to head on to the actual news. Um, (laughs) First up. (laughs) Yep. The 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 less ranty news. Yay! Do you know what the first story is, Brian? They're, they're talking about a Final Fantasy part four, 13 part 4. I know. Oh so shoot me now. The good news is that they've said then there's currently no plans, although t- things can change very quickly. Yeah. Um, yep. So they're planning for the... Katazi said that they're planning for the story to conclude with this installment, but Lightning as a character is very strong. So they think that there's going to be a possibility that she's going to be put into other games because other teams will be interested. Kingdom Hearts uh. 3... Oh, God. Oh, oh no. Face I palm. forgot about that one. Yeah, she's just, probably going to be in Kingdom Hearts 3. Of course she is. Well, she's, she's going to be, be the only 14. Uh, person that they bring in. I, uh, yep. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't need her anymore. <laughs> I really don't. But but at the same time, I don't need Cloud anymore. I, I know. You know, let's but they never really. They, Cloud was never exploited as much as this. Yeah. Like, they put him in a few things. Like, you know, obviously he was in Urgies back in the day. Yeah, and that was really cool. And he's had a few cool. cameos in, And like, Zach was as well. Yeah, I th- he was in t- uh, Final Fantasy Tactics as well, I think, or one of them. Um, I think Eris was in something as well. But yeah. That's and, top, like, topic. He was in a few different games. Obviously, there's the City of Two. But it, when he appeared in those cameos, like in Tactics, it was kind of like that cool thing. Because it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. you weren't expecting him to be there. It was just a really small thing. And it they didn't make a big deal out of it but now with like 14 and stuff like that it's just Hello. like lightning's gonna be in it it's gonna yeah. be amazing you can get a outfit you can get a weapon so exciting guys but here's my question is what was his lack of exploit cloud's lack of oh. exploitation due to square enix having good sense or them not having the technology to just blast it everywhere that they do now that they are using with lightning you know, mm. DLC was, didn't exist when yeah. Cloud was being, yeah, you know, when, when Cloud was in his real big heyday. I guess also it was just because of the business, how business worked back in those days. Like, you know, it just didn't really happen that way. Yeah. Yeah. Ca- cameos in themselves were a very rare commodity. Yeah, I can't really think of many games that had cameos. No. Films, tons, but... yeah. I mean, Kingdom Hearts, the cameos in the first Kingdom Hearts was epic for me. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I would love the entrance it. of like Leon. Like that was so cool. But I I doesn't have the same effect anymore. I'm I'm no. concerned that I have become so overstimulated by it that when uh KH three finally comes out, I'll be like, eh, lightning's there. Screw yeah. her. And I don't it is care. a shame because it, it does feel like they've over exploited they've pretty much over exploited all of them, I think. Even with like Dissidia, I think all of them have been over exploited because I, I don't really care about any of them coming back in any game. <laughs> but I will take my silver lining no plans for thirteen part four. I know. <laughs> if there is yeah. a to be continued screen at the end of Lightning Returns, <laughs> I will fling my controller through my freaking TV. <laughs> <laughs> 
so um, the other news that we had about Lightning Returns is it's actually been really quiet because you know they're pretty much gearing up for the release of the game in Japan. So I'm guessing they don't want to spoil any more of the story. <laughs> yeah. Um, they uh, two, two new gameplay trailers were released. There was there was an eight minute video from uh, Square Enix officially, which was showing off uh, gameplay from the Wildlands. Showed a few different gameplay mechanics, such as like how you can change your, your different costumes and stuff on the fly and um, and all that kind of stuff. And there was a much longer one, which was posted courtesy of IGN, which showed off some footage from one of the the regions in, in the world. So, you know, I, if you want to check them out, we've posted them on the site, so please feel free to go and have a look. The uh, the next piece of news is about Final Fantasy X HD. It's a very short piece of news, but it's got mm-hmm. a Japanese release date now. Yay! Thank in, heavens! One step in the re- right direction. <laughs> okay, so I do have a question. on. You can actually go on Amazon and place your pre-order for the HD collection. But only I can know. I've only noticed the PS3 version. I've not found them selling the Vita versions yet, pre-selling them. Um, Is that just me, or have you guys found it? It might be because it's two separate games, or I don't uh-huh. know how they're dealing with it at the moment. Yeah. Or they don't know if it's still going to be two separate games, or I, no, no, I, I don't it's, know. It's going to be two separate games. It like, will maybe be. they just? I don't know. It's weird because we still don't have a release date. Uh, uh, they've just said winter. Yeah. So. Um. It's looking at this point, because the Japanese release date is the 26th of December. Mm-hmm. It's looking as though we won't get it this year now. But they said winter, so technically we could still get it in January and February, <laughs> and they wouldn't be lying. Yeah. But but they won't but they won't give it to us then if Lightning Returns is coming out. I can't imagine they no. would they would saturate the market that that much. You say that, but like, didn't they do a load of stuff just before 14 was out? Like, they, I, I don't remember. I'm sure they did. Probably, probably like thirteen too. Like Kingdom Hearts, came around the same was Kingdom Hearts 3D, or maybe it was that. They they really said like a, a ton of stuff at the same well, time. Well, when did the three uh, Kingdom Hearts 3D um, 3D didn't come out with the 3DS, did it? No, it came out in the summer instead. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they. I'm I'm pretty sure they just completely saturate themselves sometimes. But well, on the 26th, are they releasing the PS3 and Vita versions in Japan, or just the PS3? I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's everything because okay. they've got some loads of bundles and stuff like that. Mm. Speaking of which, do we know if they're going to be doing a buy the PS3 and Vita games together for they are not. X price? I'm okay. I will <laughs> swore, <laughs> and I realized if I swear, I have to bleep it out. So, poop shoot. Good. Do <laughs> yes. not make more work for yourself. Yes, they are not. So it's that. Oh, if you rats. if you buy both, you can port your saves between the two, but there's no crossplay. Oh. Why do you have to be such greedy bastards? I know. I want It is both. really annoying, because this seems like it would be fantastic if it was cross-play, because yeah, I like, just RPGs, buy it once, take it on the train. RPGs, yep. to me, are the games that most suit cross-play. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're the ones where, like, I'm sure you remember, Brian and, and Lauren, like, when when you're a kid, you're growing up playing Final Fantasy, and you, it's like, oh, we're going out in five minutes, but I need to get to a save point. I know. I know, I'm not I saved know. yet. I know. Because if you turn the so game perfect. off, you just lose everything. And and if you leave the game on, your game yes. clock's going to go up and it yep. makes you, so you can play the game slower. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, I would this love is for them to do that. probably the best fix for that. Yep. It would be. But it won't be. No. Yeah. And also doing the stupid lightning thing, the thunder planes thing for Lulu's oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, what? Weapon. In Final Fantasy X. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, God, the lightning dodge. Oh, kill me now. I I, I, sw- I didn't blink for ten minutes. I know. Yeah. Just, the, just the old eyes wide open. Into effect. I know. <laughs> I took, like, breaks. Like, I would go up to, like, a tower and take a break. That's brilliant! 
I never took a break. But it's so funny when I when I first when I did it the first time, I got about fifty or so in, but I was wearing my contacts. But since I wasn't blinking, they were drying up so much. I was like, I had to pause the game and take them out, put my glasses in, so I could keep going. It was it was awful. Yeah, I was, awful. I was the same as you, Brian. I I couldn't take a break either because I was like, if I pause the game or if I do if I try and distract myself by running through a tower or something, I will mess up. Yeah. Exactly. You'll 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 break your and groove and then you'll have to start times. over. Ugh. Yeah, and what, what I'm really, I think it, what I'm hoping is that they they give a an, an achievement, a trophy, where when you do it, it pops up because in the game you didn't, yeah. you had to keep count yourself, and you're like, wait, did I do it? I'm not sure. I have to go back and I have to check. Yeah, and uh, and you could get hit by it in that time, and if you didn't get it, oh, too bad. Start over. I had a little tally system, so I would just do little ticks, ticks on my strategy guy. <laughs> That's the way to do it. <laughs> so at this point in the show, I'm going to hand over to Brian now, and he's going to take us through all of the recent changes with Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, take it away, Brian. Take it away. Um, so yeah, so A Realm Reborn, uh, they finally released patch 2.05. Now this is kind of a little sub-patch that they were going to release that was just going to kind of address some... Uh, some issues that people were having, and to try and make a few things easier. Uh, it finally came out on the 15th of October, um, and, and what was really hard about this is that we had no idea when it was going to come out. It just was suddenly, oh, we're doing this tomorrow. And, I mean, it, unfortunately, that's typical Square Enix. Uh, but for those of you who have played... Well, wasn't it? Mm. What was the patch? Because I, I think because I'm oh, playing yeah. on the PC and Lauren's playing on the PS3, and I had like a 70 meg patch, and Lauren had like an 800 meg patch. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm on the PS3. Mine was like seven to eight hundred megabytes. So it, it was it was big, and it was good. What they did was was good. Um, what one of the biggest things that they finally added what were uh, uh, server transfers, which is what a lot of people wanted. Because uh, when the game first started coming out, they had to put so many server limitations. You couldn't. A lot of people just couldn't create a character on the server that they wanted. So they finally gave transfers, which of course the system broke the moment it opened uh, <laughs> because everybody flooded it. But uh, but they did offer it for free for a little while, and I actually took advantage of it and transferred servers. But outside of that, um, they they focused on some of the in-game dungeons, uh, kind of changing the difficulty here and there. A lot of people will do what are known as speed runs uh, because you can get a certain kind of in-game currency for it, uh, and so people were. Uh, they, they had found exploits to get through these dungeons very, very quickly. So they were kind of modifying it to try and prevent some of that. Um, there's another thing that's called uh, uh, tom- tombstones uh, that you actually will collect to get this really high-end gear. They've increased the amount that you can get in certain areas. Um, but I think they, may- I think somebody even said that they have decreased it in certain areas as well. I'm not sure if that's true or not. I haven't actually checked that out. But I guess we'll see. And another huge thing that they did was uh, gathering. If you are a botanist or a miner, they tremendously ramped up the amount of experience that you're going to get. So you will just shoot up through levels. Are you a botanist uh, I or have, miner, Brian? Yeah, I am. I, I had a level 48 botanist before the patch. And then I came back and, and did a couple of the, the leave quests. And it just, I mean, the amount of experience that you get has gone up two, three, fourfold. It's just, wow. it's ridiculous. So you're it's now crazy. thinking, why did I waste all that time? I know, <laughs> I know, all of that time. It, it was it was kind of sad. But now I'll do mining and I'll be able to shoot up real quick. Uh, and then the la- one of the last things they did was uh, the population caps uh, for certain zones. There are... Um, 
right now I would say that there are really two primary fates and fates are just these random fights that'll pop up in in different zones that you'll go and you'll fight but there are two that are incredibly high level that everybody wants to be a part of one of them is behemoth and the other is odin and when you are trying to fight these guys there's so many people trying to 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 target the enemy there are just so many people there that oftentimes you can show up for the fight and will never see the boss yeah. before it's dead because there are just too many people there and you can't you know you can't bring everything up on the screen yeah it's i mean we, kind of we've seen there. that especially on the uh, because obviously we're playing next to each other on different systems and you know mm-hmm. on the ps3 it's so bad like when it you really get is. people yeah. in there i mean it, it gets to the point where like i even i disappear from lauren's screen sometimes and yeah. uh, but but for me it's perfectly fine i, I can see everything but with lauren yeah. it just you know it, it takes ages for npcs to even appear sometimes if, if somebody does. spams their aoe it's just i see white basically is yeah. all that happens yeah. it's it, it really is tough and if i had a gaming pc i would absolutely play this on that rather than the ps3 i'm i am wondering if the ps4 will will make it a bit better i'm yeah. sure it probably yeah. will i would have thought so i would hope so but but the thing is that i have not I, I have not been hindered by any population cap yet. I have we not have. been. Oh, we have. Really? Yeah. Really? yeah. I, I have not entered into a zone oh. or tried to enter into it was a zone. Hilarious. It's so annoying. Me. Yeah. Well, really? Hilarious in a sarcastic way, I'd say. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What, 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 what zone was it? We, we were trying to get into South, South Shroud, Shroud. Which is apparently one of the worst ones. Um, yeah. I think there was uh, our friend Nelson said there was one other one as well. But it basically got to the point where we were trying to we were trying to do our level 30 um, class quests. And we had to go into South Shroud to do them. And yep. we just get there and it just comes up and says, unable to enter zone. I was like, yeah. thinking, what's yep. going on here? And Lauren tried like four or five times and still didn't get in. And I was on the it's, way. It's, it's, the, it's, the quarry mill, it's the quarry mill area. And it's where uh, a lot of people who are fate farming to level up their next class after they finish their first one. That's one of the main areas that you go to for from level roughly 20 to 30. Yeah, so exactly. it, it can get packed. Yeah. But it's like just there were there were so many people sitting outside yeah. the zone. There yeah, must have been like 30 or 40 people so just funny. sitting outside. We were all just in line. Yep. <laughs> That's so bizarre. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very glad I haven't had that happen yet. That would yeah. be infuriating. But yeah, no, it was it was awful because neither of us really knew what was going on. And we were just like, we just want to do our ca- our class quest. Like, yeah, because you're it. you're a bard, so you're kind of in between those two uh, two little towns. That's where yep. your class quest is. Yeah, so and I'm, what, yeah, I'm all, what, what what are you, Larn? You're I'm conjurer? a conjurer. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I just I just got up to the point now where they're like, we require you to be a level fifteen arcanist. So I'm just kind of like, okay, I can do job. that. <laughs> <laughs> but 2.05 was what well, it really was a good patch for them mm-hmm. to release it did take care of uh of some of the issues that people were having um one of the one of the biggest issues is you know i was talking about speed runs earlier and the the dungeon that is pretty much the the most notorious that people will speed run is one called am Depor keep because it gives mm-hmm. you these tone these, these tombstones that you need to buy this high-end gear um but you know, there's one type of tombstone that you can only have 300. You can only acquire 300 of them each week. So at the, you know, when it finally re- resets, which is Monday about 10 a.m. Eastern time, everybody starts running the dungeon again. But the server gets so clogged up that even if you have a full party ready to go in there, you will queue to get into the dungeon and you will sit there and wait for 20 minutes just waiting yeah. to get in. You're not waiting for any other members. You're no. just waiting for to, to reserve a spot. So they, they this wasn't really a part of 
uh, they they kind of address this shortly afterwards, but they're trying to to reduce the server load a bit. So it seems to be helping. I haven't noticed it as bad as I have. Were in the you past. one of the people using the speedrun exploit, Brian? Uh, That's a yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, no. There, there are some people. If you are incredibly well geared, you can speed run it in a way that that I've never been able to. It just it, it, it it's a tank check, and you have to have just incredible just really good tanking gear because you have to you have to take a lot of hits from and you have to run a long ways and if you can't take the hits and you die you're not going to be in the right place so it doesn't work but other but I mean I have been in in full relic parties meaning relic weapons and we just destroy the monsters really <laughs> fast which is a lot of fun uh but I other than that I haven't noticed too much of a difference only the big difference is that each kill now gives you a heck of a lot more gill than it used to originally mm. you would get one or two gill per monster that you kill they they ramped it up to anywhere between 40 to 60 gill per kill so you're actually making some pretty decent cash from this so it was nice mm. <laughs> but you, you guys you guys haven't really done any of the the in-game dungeons or instances no, no, yet no. have you you'll get there you'll learn <laughs> We're to still love them. I know. <laughs> well, the 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 they recently did a a uh, big kind of what do they call it? They call it the um, letter from the producer or the yep, yep. Uh, yeah. Is that is that is that what it's officially called? The the live things that they do yep. where they talk yeah. about yeah, okay. the the, lo- the the live stream one and there's like a normal letter kind of one as well. I think. Well, they they did the live stream a big live stream talking a lot about two point one patch two point one, which we still do not have a release date for. Uh, and and really, they spent the overwhelming majority of the time talking about the new housing feature. Uh, which, if you enjoy the thought of housing and are excited for that, you've got a lot to do. If you don't, um, you're thinking you probably won't care much for it. <laughs> <laughs> but they will also 2.1 should also be bringing in PVP as well. So a lot of people, you know, who don't give a rat's poop shoot about housing, they will care about PVP. But yeah. a lot of people are very skeptical of how they're going to handle PVP and whether or not it's going to be done well. Yeah, cuz I like, don't know. Final Fantasy 11 had PVP in in terms of ballista, but it just it yeah. didn't really take off. Mm. It didn't. But then again, the gameplay mechanics of 11 really weren't conducive for PvP. 14 is very much like WoW in, in the way that the game plays, and so I think it will work well. What people are concerned about is, will Square Enix create an entirely new uh, skill set or set of skills that, P- that that a job will have just for PvP? And if that's the case, people are saying, well, I don't really want to do that because it's completely... It changes the, 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 the method of, of the game that I've been playing up to this point. I don't want to deal with that. So, But some people are like, that would be awesome. You know, it, it's kind of six to one. Square has not really done PvP in the past, so I don't know how well it'll be. But then again, I don't care about PvP. I probably yeah. won't do much of it, so it just doesn't interest me all that much. Yeah. And housing is a cool concept, um, and I may really get into it, uh, but I don't know... I don't really know if that's going to be a huge thing for me. But the other big thing that they're going to be doing is the Crystal Tower, uh, yep. which is kind of a in-between end-game raid between the hard-mode primals, meaning uh, Ifrit, Titan, and Garuda, and the Coil of Bahamut, which is like super, super, super end-game. They're going to put something kind of in-between there. And they're basing all of, I say all of, most of the mobs and the monsters in there based off of Final Fantasy III, is, uh, which, is is, which will be I'm, interesting. I'm most excited for the Crystal Tower, not because of the Crystal Tower itself, but because I'm thinking, what are they going to add in 2.2? 
Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I honestly have no idea what to expect. I think the biggest problem here that that they have is they've got all of this amazing content that when it comes out, I have no doubt that people are just going to love it. But we have no idea when it's going to come out. We have no release yeah. date, and and in typical Square fashion, what will unfortunately most likely happen is they have said, uh, you know, late two thousand and thirteen, and then it's going to be pushed back to early 2014 and then what's happening is that people are getting through the vertical progression of the game they're getting up to the rating they've gotten to what they want to do they have gotten to coil of bahamut which for the most part is is designed to be unbeatable square even said we're putting this in there not so that you guys can beat it but just to give you something to do before we can give you something else and people are have been doing coil of bahamut over and over and over and over again they're tired of it and they're leaving the game uh and so I think, I, I mean, I can speak for myself and for a lot of other people, but once I leave an MMO, I'm probably not going to come back to it again. I may come back to it for a minute or two, but I probably won't come back. So I'm hoping that they say, here's the release date. We're going to get it out to you this time. So just wait around and we'll, we'll have it to you. Yeah, I think yeah. with, I don't with know. 11, they actually kind of dealt with that kind of stuff really well because obviously they had the different expansions, which which did a lot. But whenever they did that, mm-hmm. A, they kind of staggered the release of content related to that expansion, but they usually just mm-hmm. did like a whole chunk so it wasn't that like we're going to give you one extra dungeon this time we're going to give you one extra dungeon this time it was kind of like here's four or five different dungeons um, there's a quite a big progression in here and we're going to add loads of like notorious monsters and stuff like that for you to do it, they just kind of bombarded people with stuff that they could do so that they would there would be enough the hardcore people might get it done quite quickly but like the the people just below would take it would it would be there just just right for them to get to the to hot to tie them over yeah absolutely and and, and it's what's interesting is that is that there is that there are two really big different views there's a view where, which you just said where the big dumping releases work really well there are other people who say it doesn't work well because when you have the big dumping releases you don't have a tentative release date of when the next thing's going to come so instead of having the big dump take that big dump and split it up and say this month we're going to give you this. Yeah, j- j- just like you said, the you know the hardcore people they'll probably blast through it pretty quickly. But the ca- the more casual people it'll take them a little while to get through it. And then the next month we're going to give you this. And then the next month we're going to give you this. And I think I think I, I mean Final Fantasy XIV's attrition rate, meaning the people who who stayed with Final Fantasy XIV: A Realm Reborn, has actually been very poor, especially end game people because they gave you thirty free days. Well, I get well, actually what was the final count? It was like. 37 38 free days because of all of the server yeah. problems. Yeah, that's trouble. Uh, and the and the problem was is when when it came time to actually begin subscribing, a lot of the people who had put, you know, a not inconsiderable amount of time into the game said, "Well, I don't really have anything else to do. I don't know when the next thing's coming out. I'm not going to actually subscribe." So Square lost a lot of potential members because you got through the content very quickly, and there was no no promise or no release date of, of what's going to come in the future. Um, so I I don't know. I don't think Coil of Bahamut should have ever been put in there personally. I think it was a yeah. I, I, I guess because it was Final a very skeevy thing to Sorry, do. Um, the Final Fantasy Eleven boss that was kind of similar, wasn't it? Where it took them ages to be able to beat it. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh God, what was his name? Oh my gosh, I can't even remember the name. But I know exactly which one you're talking about. There, there was a, a group that spent 18 hours fighting yeah. it and still <laughs> lost. Yeah, those guys, yeah. Oh, my God. But I mean, like, even with all these issues, <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't seem to be really affecting its momentum. Um, you know, the, the, user, the user numbers speak for themselves. 
they true. do they do and and considering that they just reached over 1.5 million users it's it's pretty pretty bonkers i mean final fantasy the you know 1.0 legacy was not even close to that what what did they max out at maybe like 100 200,000 <laughs> so they've done well they 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 have done very 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 well and what they've done well is they have really the content that they have in the game is fantastic, and in, especially in an MMO, or really in any game, you have two different types of progression. You have the vertical progression and the horizontal progression. And an MMO, or in a non-MMO, you don't have to have both, but in an MMO, you have to have both. You have yeah. to have the vertical where a new player comes in, and they get all the way up to the top, but then you have to have the horizontal where the people at the top can start spreading out into the content that's up there. And they have great content for both. The vertical yeah. and the horizontal is fantastic. The biggest problem, again, we just have no idea when we're going to get anything else. There's just no – and there's very little communication. I mean, yeah, yeah they're, they're doing the, uh, the, the, the live streams. It is better than it was. And the live streams are nice, but it's still we would like to do this. This yeah. is what we have our focus on. It's not this is what will be. This is what we will have. It's, well, we would like to do that. Yeah. This is on our radar, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is what we, and this is the one that I hate the most. This is what we would like the game to be. I, th- I think I in hate many that. ways, just with like the whole PS4 <laughs> thing coming around as well, they've got, they've got their focus in so many different things. I agree. And it's, I, I think it's, I do think that it's hurting them. I think, because I mean, if if you look at, a really great place to kind of get an idea for the fan base of a game is actually to go to Twitch and to see who's streaming what. Look at the top streamers, especially the MMO streamers, and see, okay, who's streaming what right now? And then you can see, you know, well, this person stopped because they ran out of stuff to do and they're going back to, you know, this game. Or, you know, or somebody is continuing to stream it and their viewers are just dropping through the floor because people are tired of looking at it. People, you know, are saying, well, I've seen all of this. I don't really want to play it. I don't really want to do it anymore. Let's move on to another game. As you were last week or... Exactly, exactly. So... We'll see what happens. The bottom line is, I still love the game. I I've got, I've got a lot that I can do, you know. And I know a lot of people who who are complaining or saying, "Oh, there's, you know, I I want more to do." Coil of Bahamut's not enough. I want the Crystal Tower, and you know the, the you know, a lot of people say, "Well, then start crafting, start you know gathering." And they're yeah. like, well, "I don't have any interest in that," which is understandable. But yeah. there is just boatloads to this game, yeah. uh, and I'm enjoying I'm enjoying a lot of it. So oh, I'm yeah. not bored with it at all. In many ways, like because I mean, did you play? Uh, 1.0 Brian no, no didn't. I never yeah, did no you didn't because it, was, it wasn't on the PS3 but I mean when I was no. playing 1.0 there was I, I still felt there was tons to do and and, and mm-hmm. I know the world's a lot more expansive now obviously like it got blown up and then recreated but you know Nelson and I <laughs> when we were playing it together and Colin as well we, we just enjoyed just going around and seeing what was what was going on and and, yeah. and it was just that whole exploration and, and the fact that obviously now everything's a lot more accessible um, you know like when you're going out of Limsa Laminza did I say that right? Yeah I think so um, yeah. Lemonza, you, you, you can look out and you can see that huge bridge like in the old game you had mm-hmm. to walk all the way along that bridge and you know like it, there, there were no kind of the only loading screens were when you went from like the big like the corners of the big areas so like Limsa was one place uh. like, there was no loading once you were inside that was it yeah and then when you oh, went on wow. to the next area like no loading screens that was it like they had all the different camps and like many of the camp names have been retained mm-hmm. but you know getting uh-huh. from A to B took a while yeah and like oh, when you wow. went into these uh like Whoa. further areas 
um, like the uh, the Quirthus, I think it is. Quirthus, yeah. Um, you know, that was like a really big area, and there was like a castle you could see in the background. And I don't know, I, yeah. I think there was still a lot to enjoy with it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the game's a lot better now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 now, granted, I'm saying, oh, yeah, in total ignorance, because I never played 1.0, but, you know, like you said, look at the numbers. The numbers are not lying. <laughs> the numbers do not lie to us when it comes to this. So... Okay, so the last yeah. bit of news that we have is, um, first of all, uh, recently, and I, it has been out for like, a, it has been around for years apparently, but... Um, not years. Well, maybe not years, but it's been around for a while. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, this Final Fantasy VII uh, PC mod has has gained quite a bit of popularity this week. Um, a lot of people were talking about it on Twitter, um, sharing this video that somebody posted, uh, the person who created the mod, posted up online, sort of showing off like what it can do. And basically what it is, is it's just a remastered version of Final Fantasy VII. And the graphics do look pretty good. I mean, um, there are some areas where you can kind of tell that it's really just, like, some of them are just painted over, some of the character models are just painted over, and um, they still look a bit wonky. But overall, it does look a ton better, and this person has put a lot of work into it. Um, mm. You can download it. Um, we have a link on the website. Yeah, if you, if go, you go to on the news story. you can see it. Like, as Lauren was saying, it's, like, some of the characters, like Cloud looks amazing. Yeah, he does. And Barrett. But, but some of the other ones, like, I'm sure you remember... <sighs> When when you're doing the opening bombing, bombing mission, um, after it's completed, they have the whole scene on the train with like Jesse and Biggs. Yeah. Um, and they've mm-hmm. still got the same character models, but they've got different faces. And yeah. The faces are kind of being crushed on. Yeah, <laughs> it just oh, they gosh. look like fish. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so but but yeah, no, that I, is hilarious. I think it's really cool. Um, it makes me. I'm, it does make me want to play the game again. I mean, I'm surprised Square hasn't hit him with a cease and desist yet. I Maybe know. they have. We just don't sure know it. it. That's what it's, I'm slightly worried about. Usually the case for these kind of things, isn't it? Whereby, you know, I remember with Streets of Rage 5, um, the guys spent about six or seven years making this. They had constant communication yeah. with Sega, who said, like, you know, it's perfectly okay, you're fine, you can do whatever you want. And then as soon as it got released and it became popular and started getting picked up by mass market like, publications like Guitar and Destructoids, t- uh, Sega was suddenly like, no, you can't do that anymore. And then this guy who spent yep. six or seven years on this is just left with nothing apart from yeah. what yeah. might have been. Should have had a contract. That's the thing. That's why you always got to write everything down. Be like, you agreed to this. This is done. It's a shame. <laughs> uh, poop. It's Square. Yeah. Square will never do that. They'll just say, <laughs> shut it down. And, yep. uh, yeah, like That's the OC right. remix thing. Ugh. But anyways. Um, okay, so on top of that, um, they have announced that Final Fantasy VI is actually coming to the iOS um, Android. Yay. So, yeah. and there will be some changes to accommodate the game for phones i'm guessing there's going to be some swiping involved well (laughs) the change that they're making that they announced is is kind of a depressing one in some ways because they basically have highlighted the fact that people that will be playing on mobile phones will have a shorter attention span yeah so they're taking out the need to grind by (laughs) what yeah that they're basically changing the battle so that you get more experience 
Yeah. So you don't have to level up as much. So you don't have, you don't have to do any as much fighting to, to get through the, the story. But that's the whole point of having it on the <sighs> phone is that you have the time to grind. You just do it while you're on the train, or I don't know when you're doing something where you don't oh, need a lot of concentration. Oh, I'm face palming. I know. Exasperation I, coming from Brian. I don't know. You know, if there's a market for it, so be it. I know. I, I'm just not part of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not overly interested. I do. I do want to play Final Fantasy VI, but. On mobile devices. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'd rather, As you do. I'd rather play it on like a Vita or something, not yeah. on Android. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that, that brings us to the end of our extremely long news segment. And I think actually, Holy crap. we're probably going to have to cut out that Final Fantasy fourteen talk because we spent about half an hour talking about it already. <laughs> <laughs> this is what or happens when we you skip Brian the burning the question show, and we play Kate Bryan and just go straight to the Final Fantasy fourteen. Who needs the burning question? Everyone. I need the burning question. <laughs> Everybody needs it. We're talking it's about burning. musical theater. <laughs> we're theater. talking about opera. Yes. yes. Opera. So, last episode, we asked you guys, which Final Fantasy game would you turn into a musical? <laughs> we had quite a lot of responses for this. I, I was expecting everyone to just say Final Fantasy VI because it has an opera well, theme. Well, I did put in the news yep. post, yes, we know Final Fantasy VI has an opera. Try to be a bit more creative. And people dot, were. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> people were very creative. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. so, thank you. <laughs> the first one came from Ian Bar on the site who said... You just hire Troy Baker and make him do st- a Steel Guard solo, and then there's a couple of million dollars right there. <laughs> oh my god! Especially if you see the uh, Last of Us. I was just about to say yeah. that. If you've you seen that, Brian, the uh, alternative ending for the Last of Us. If you, have, yeah. if you guys haven't seen that, check that out, and you'll yeah. probably understand what this is about. <laughs> yeah. Although, don't watch it if you don't want to be spoiled. Obviously, but yeah, it's pretty amazing. Oh my! I no, that that's that's a whole lot of nope for me. <laughs> Uh, but that's all right. Well, Chaos1950 on Twitter said, Final Fantasy VI, with that lovely opera scene in the game already, it wouldn't be hard. I would not be a hard fit to do exactly. the whole game. Exactly. I mean, come on. Actually, when we went to see the Final Fantasy concert in, in London, they did a whole section about the opera with, with actual opera singers. And, yeah. You know, so. It was really good. But it's, yeah. I'm not going to knock I, it. It's low-hanging fruit for me now. I mean, it's it's good, but yeah, I think it, I think there could be better. I mean, heck, ten two. I'll take a ten two opera and musical because <laughs> I, I I don't know why it would be hor- it'd be like Legally Blonde the musical, but it would be it'd be a train wreck, and I wouldn't yeah. want to look away. Yeah. Although right. with that in mind, though, the Lord of the Rings musical, although it wasn't very like it wasn't very popular outside of probably the core group of fans, the Tolkien's. But Tolkienites. I heard it wasn't that bad. I heard the music wasn't that terrible. But uh, that's another thing. Okay, maybe it is. <laughs> I, I, you, honestly, I, I never, I never heard the music. So maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one day <laughs> when I'm yeah. drunk. Now <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, okay, so this one is from Nerdy Nerdy Dan. Nerdy Dan the man. Nerdy Dan the man. That's awesome. What um, what? <laughs> said Final Fantasy 9 would be great but they would need to replace Kuja's theme with We Will Rock You by Queen Oh, it's not a bad idea I, I loved um, uh, what was the song that, that uh, Garnet actually was singing in the game me? well I don't what, I know what? Dark Messenger is the, well, the battle reason, theme the reason he is, said that is because Kuja's theme basically yeah. is We Will Rock You by is Queen is We Will Rock You absolutely <laughs> dun, yeah dun, 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 dun. but but no but I 
I think it was Song of Memories. I think is what the original song was called. It was. It was when. Oh, memories of. I think melodies of life. That kind of thing. I I don't know. It, it was. It, it went in the game. I think it was right before you meet Garnet, or you have just met her. Um, and you hear her singing, and yeah. and the music actually is the background music is a harp and her singing the main theme, and it's gorgeous, really, really, really gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so I think nine could work. I think from from a stylistic standpoint, nine would probably be the best. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because you know nine is m- most reminiscent of you know the 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 original games, and yeah. from a, at least from an opera standpoint, oh, it would be fantastic. Yeah. I want to be your canary. So the next one is from Ninja Max, who said on the site, who said Final Fantasy Thirteen, but only if it was written as a critical parody in the style of Doctor Horrible's sing along <laughs> blog, where Snow, Hope, and Vinny are slapped silly every time they enter the scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if they did that, I, I would, I would definitely approve of that. If somebody had a Kickstarter and they just did that. I'd probably put funded Fiverr in. Yeah. Yeah. Funded instantly. Yeah, definitely. That that would be fun. That'd be fun. <laughs> but the question though is that if it was very much like Doctor Horrible, would people be like, oh, it's too much like Doctor Horrible? Yeah. All, all the hipsters would be upset. We'd have to have Nathan Fillion in there as snow. <laughs> We'd have to have Nathan Fillion in there as snow. I'm gonna give that her would work. I'm gonna give that, her that... the steel guard. And by steel guard I mean my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to bleep that out now? <laughs> oh. It's a Screw it, I'm leaving part. it in. It's it's the anatomical it's the anatomically correct exactly. way of saying it. We'll leave it in. It's not a Why not? Word. <laughs> so our next one comes from um Awers? How would you guys pronounce Awares? 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 A A Woers. A W O E R Z mate. I'm sorry. I wasn't able to pronounce it. We'll, we'll try again another time. Let us know how to pronounce it in the comments, yeah. but he or she said final fantasy four. I can already see it being an opera, not to mention there's just the right amount of twist to translate to stage. I was thinking actually when I saw this comment, yeah, this is probably one that makes the most sense because final mm-hmm. fantasy four story is just like, it's like you're this. No, no, you're not. You're this. And, He's behind you. It's like it, there is the, it, the, 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 the the structure of the story was was probably the one that suits it the most because there are so many yep. like, transitions that take place. Yeah, I'd, I'd go along with that. I could see it. I could do it. A beast of myself um, said, "I would say nine. The I want to be your canary scenes would work well, and there are plenty of versions of melodies of life to sing." But. <laughs> <laughs> I I have mixed emotions about the I want to be your canary. Um, <laughs> I, I think there was... I could be wrong. I, I get the feeling there was something lost in translation there. <laughs> and something just didn't work. I, But... I agree. There is the like I said before, the theatricality behind nine would work well for an opera. I think it would work well. I, I don't know, but then I have to be honest. I don't really yeah, know if any of the Final definitely. Fantasies would be really good musicals. I don't know how I would feel about that. I could see mm. Kingdom Hearts being a musical before Final Fantasy. I guess if they ever made one of Final Fantasy 7, they'd just have to make Cloud Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Right, at that point, All we're right, going to move on. Podcast over. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to move Brian on. Brian out. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, with that in mind, yeah, what do you guys think would be your optimum choice? I'm going to go for six just because it, it's the easy way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it'd be interesting with ten. There's so many of those um, prayer songs that I think it'd be actually really beautiful. Ten or ten parts? I reckon Brian would go for ten part two. Ten. Ten. I'm going for ten part two just because of the train wreck it would be. <laughs> So uh, a question for next episode is, is a bit more of a, I guess, a serious kind of standard one. It's we, we pretty much just want to know how many of you guys are actually playing Final Fantasy XIV because I know that um, you know Final Fantasy XI attracted a certain type of Final Fantasy fan, but it didn't really have that much actually to do with Final Fantasy in in many ways. It was kind of a weird one. Yeah. Um, but Final mm. Fantasy XIV, it seems as though they're really, really trying to get that whole Final Fantasy vibe into the game now. Um, you know you the whole crystal tower thing coming in and there are so many different elements that really make it feel like a final fantasy game so i'm just really and, gonna know. and and i will say i don't i'm not going to spoil anything but i really felt that the story uh especially at the end really had a lot of very classic final fantasy elements i i, I felt very much like i was at home when i was going through the you, you know, know right now the you said that i didn't want whatnot. to play anymore you just ruined it really <laughs> i just ruined it ruined it spoiled oh you can never invite me on a podcast ever. <laughs> so yeah, um, I think we can have a small discussion about Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm, I'm pretty can. much going to say, um, Laura and I, we've been playing as a kind of a double act. So we are the Patch family. I am Pumpkin Patch, and Laura <laughs> is Cabbage, Cabbage Patch. Patch. And we're playing on. Oh. We're, we're little two Lullafells. I've yeah. transitioned over to calling them that now because I, I know at one point I said I would never call them that and no, I'd still call them the Tarus. Yep. yep. I don't really know what the other races are called though. I, I can't remember. Yeah. There's humans. Ro- there's, there's like Rodigi- Rodigans. Or, there's the cat uh, Yeah, people. which are the Gorgas. The Makote are yeah, the, the Mithras, the cat. Yep. Uh, humans are Hures. What are the elves? Are they Elizans? I, I don't know. No. I don't... Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're... And Lollafell. We're, we're playing on Lollafell. Ragnarok and... Um, there's quite a few people we know actually from Ragnarok, so if you, mm-hmm. if you don't want to come on Ragnarok and say hi, just just give us a wave. Yeah. We're, we're pretty much based around Gridania. Um, that's kind of where we started just because of the job we wanted to choose. And I don't know, I just, I don't really like the other places as much. I get lost too easily. I don't like the, the Limsa layout used to be okay in 1.0 because there wasn't really any loading screens, but now it's kind of like, mm-hmm. if you want to go from oh, lower to upper. Mm-hmm. And oh, like yeah. Gridal as well. I hate yeah. the elevators. Oh. The elevators. Oh. Gridania's layout yeah. just is the most simple. Yeah. You don't have to oh, get yeah. any. It, it, it's incredibly simple. You don't yeah. have to get any lifts and to do this nope. and go there. And the map just makes sense. It's just two areas. And the music's basically it's, the Shire. It it's very Windhurstian. Mm-hmm. Very very Windhurstian, which which is what I actually really 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 liked about it. Which is partially why I chose Archer. Uh, so that I would be in Gridania. And it is very... It, Lauren, it's funny that you said Lord of the Rings because when I first started playing it and Amber was in the room with me, she says, are you watching Lord of the Rings? I was like, no, I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV. Music is awesome. <laughs> but seriously, though, like, I, I, remember, I remember listening to the original 14 soundtrack. And I thought that it would be the same when they came out with A Realm Reborn, but, man, they they injected it with some crank and just, man, they made it pretty ballin'. I'm loving this soundtrack. Yeah, do, definitely. Do you know who's composed this one? Is it still Uematsu? On the, on the credit screen, 
it just says that he compa- he, he uh, yeah he composed the main theme. I don't know who did the rest though, but they are just some amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. all of the all three cities have fantastic music, absolutely fantastic music that changes from day to night, but it's still a, just a variation of of one original theme. It's it's just fantastic. I have really loved it. Yeah, I would say that the, the thing that annoys me most about the soundtrack is that. I've heard the Chocobo theme so many times now, yeah. and it's got to the point where I just don't want to ride my Chocobo because then you don't get to hear the airy music anymore. I know. Yeah. Well, I, and my biggest problem was that um, the Chocobo riding music is too loud and abrasive for me. It's 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 just way too aggressive, and mm. I'm the same way. I will choose my other mounts because of just the the more low key sound, you know, because especially if you're fate farming or doing something else where you're having to ride it a lot hearing that over and over and over that just that bombastic sound yeah. is just it's too much it's just way too much do the other mounts have have different themes uh no no you have your your chocobo theme and then you have your main and then you have your other mount and any other mount that you can possibly get will have the same theme now amber says it sounds like the the music uh, that uh that they would play at the michael's craft store that she worked in when she was in high school so <laughs> she kind of has flashbacks when when she hears the music <laughs> and doesn't really enjoy it <laughs> yeah we haven't actually got any other mounts yet it, it took yeah. us quite a while to get the chocobos because we're basically we're in a really strange position because I'm. I don't know if you did the same thing, Brian, but I'm playing it more like I would eleven. So, I'm. I'm. I'm leveling up quite a lot. So I'm doing a lot of the quests mm-hmm. and stuff like that, yeah. and doing a lot of things and fates and 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 things like that just to get experience whenever I can. So mm-hmm. we are so far behind the story. I think we are. The the story quest we need to be about level twenty eight, twenty nine, mm-hmm. and we're about level thirty two, thirty three. Yeah. So, like, when we're doing the story quest, we're just pretty much just blitzing through them. Yeah. Which is great, but it means that we're quite far yeah. behind where we should be. So, yeah, we only just got um, Chocobos. Um, we don't have any other melts yet, mm. yet, really. Well, I made a mistake first because yeah. there yes, was a bit did. of a miscommunication. Even though Daryl and I are sitting right next to each other, we still, like, communication just goes out the window. Um, so, basically, <laughs> uh, we went back to, uh, what is it called? Oh, what is it called what it like you know the um, twin adders twin adders that's it so we went to the twin adders we had our 2000 serpent seals in order to get um something chocobo yeah and um instead of getting seal instead of getting the chocobo like license whatever i decided that i went to upgrade my um my standing in the twin adders and then daryl bought the chocobo license so daryl's just like well i can't even use it now because i'll be too far ahead of you and i'm just like i know (laughs) (laughs) well have you since rectified this mistake and you have your chocobo now although i am annoyed with the music so well did, did you guys get the collector's edition no. We didn't know. Was that given to you? Oh, okay. I'm still using my original If you did, then you would have gotten the mounts. Oh. Well, did, did you ever get one of the mounts in 1.0? No. Oh. Well, then you would have had that one, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's some really cool legacy mounts that I'll, unfortunately, will never have. Which ones? The uh, Well, first, the legacy Chocobo, and the second one is uh, a Gabu mount, which is just awesome yeah. like the big uh grass looking or the, the big guys that are kind of hulking. oh those dudes yeah. yeah oh they're yep. so cute yep oh, but stinks. i can't get it unfortunately oh well yeah. no oh, well daryl did get a black little chocobo uh, a little like minion chocobo hatchling 
Yep. What? How did? Because yeah. Daryl has no clue how he got it. I uh, one of two ways. If you, I can't remember if that was one of the subscription ones. Um, it, like if you sign up for a subscription for, I think if for thirty days you get that one, or you get it for beating a certain fate. I'm not sure which it is. Mm. It's one of the two though. It, it I think could, it could be either of those. I don't know. Because I remember I looked over at him. <laughs> I looked over at him, and I'm like, "Where'd you get the baby chocobo?" And he's just like, "I don't know. I just got sent it." And I was just like, "Oh, I want it." <laughs> no, the minions are fun. Oh, they're so yeah, cute. We, uh, I like we, in terms of the story, we we've just beaten. Is it Hawkeye Manor? Mm. It's a bit. Is a creepy one that's kind of yep. um, off Central Shroud. Yeah. Yeah, it's right near the mm-hmm. scary Marlboros. And the end boss was really annoying. Yeah. We, we did it. It's yeah. really funny because uh, we're, we're playing with two friends when we do our dungeons, and um, we were playing. I'm, I was playing an archer, and, and Lauren's obviously the healer, um, conjurer. Well, conjurer. And we were playing with uh, a warrior and um, a summoner. A summoner. Mm-hmm. And we got the boss right down to the end, and then everything just went tits up. Yeah. And everyone died, and uh, <laughs> our summoner basically managed to solo the rest of the boss, but none of us could see what was going on. Except for Claire, who, who was dead the entire time. She <laughs> yeah. stayed dead so that we she did, could watch we, it. We could just see like the party bar in the corner, just the health going down, health going up. Health I know. Down. So we're just standing at this door, just kind of like, okay. Oh my gosh, that so is funny, hilarious. Though. And we were that talking to hilarious. him on Skype as well, so we just hear this commentary of, no, 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 okay, 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 no, no. <laughs> It's fantastic. Must live, must live. I know. So what, what have you oh. been up to recently, Brian? How Obviously, you've done most of the main story, or if not all of it, at this point. Yeah, I've, I've, I've finished the main story. My, my main job is a bard or an archer. Good man. Level 50. Uh, Relic plus one, which I'm very, very excited about, which took longer than I wanted it to. <laughs> uh, at but least not anywhere near as long as I- it would have done in 11. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, but I, I have started doing the Coil of Bahamut not very much. Um, I've kind of been of the mindset, if it's not really supposed to be beatable, I'm probably not going to put a lot of time into it. Uh, but I have spent a lot of time gathering and crafting. <laughs> it, it may seem a little opportunistic, but my thought is, with the housing thing about to come out, I've been trying to get my carpenter up to level 50 as quickly as possible so that I can just start selling mad furniture when people are like, I need this and I need that. I'm like, ka-ching, here's my saw, here's my hammer, I got you. <laughs> so, that's fun, but very, very, very expensive. Which world are you but playing I'm, on? I am on the fairy server right now. I was originally on the Midgard Somer server, however you pronounce it, and then I ended up moving over to fairy. Uh, and I'm in a huge free company there, which has been really nice because – who you're playing with actually does make a big, yeah. big, big difference. Uh, that's one of the things that I've always, I've had a bit of a gripe about with the Rum Reborn in terms of maybe it's just because I've I've changed and I'm, I'm playing with people specifically, but mm-hmm. it doesn't really seem to be that kind of community as there was with Eleven, and it, like it, maybe it's because you can do sure. so much independently now, but um, you know yeah. it just doesn't seem to have that kind of. You don't need to know people. No, no, you don't. You don't. I mean, the duty finder will will take care of any party that you have to get, and then, um, and then, yeah, you can solo most everything else. Which is, I think, I think that I think it's good. And so, I think eleven was broken, or if they rather, I say broken. I think if they would have brought the the mechanics of eleven to fourteen, the game would have done. Ju- I mean, a realm reborn would have just tanked if they would have done that. But what I'll tell you, what I'm really concerned about. They have already talked about essentially nerfing ranger 
changing it and, and because people feel that it's a little too yeah i heard about that over and, and the problem is that you know an, an archer right now has what's known as 100 percent uptime simply meaning that they if they want to do an offensive ability they never have to stop they can always be moving around and they can immediately cast it um and so they're saying yeah. well we think that that's not fair so we need to change it and i'm genuinely concerned because in 11 they um that Ranger was kind of the, the, the equal job to Bard and Archer in 14, and they said, Ranger's too OP, we need to fix it, and they nerfed it, and they killed the job. <laughs> Nobody yeah, ever was a Ranger ever the again. The reason that people are saying that the Bard needs to be nerfed is something that isn't even really an issue, but like Square Enix have made it an issue. And, and the thing is, is that Bard, yes, there's 100% uptime, and yes, you never have to stop moving, and you're going to keep doing continual damage, but the thing is, is that the damage that a bard does is not on par with the with the damage that a monk is going to do with a dragoon or with a you know a summoner or a black mage you know our our burst damage is much 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 lower and our equipment is not scaling very well at the yeah and also <laughs> at I mean, the end game i haven't really got any bard spells yet but from the sounds of it when you cast them you kind of nerf yourself anyway uh, w- with with the two that that give you mp and tp which is mage's ballad and army's paeon yeah, armies yeah. pay on. Those, yes, you, you do take a 20% uh, damage reduction, but when you cast Foe's Requiem, which is increasing elemental damage by, I think, 10, 15, 20% for everybody else except for the Bard, you don't take a hit there, which is nice. So, I don't know. We'll see what they do. I, I'm kind of being preventative and leveling up my Black Mage just in case <laughs> they destroy the job. <laughs> so, we'll see what happens there. But, like I said before, I'm still really loving the game. Really loving it. And would love to try and stream it at some point if I can. Yeah, definitely. Get on it, Brian. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think yeah, I think that's pretty much it. It's been a quite a long show. We, we, we did manage to get a little bit extra Final Fantasy fourteen talk in there, which is good. Yeah, definitely. And now I, now I have to edit it all. Yeah. We'll have to have you back again <laughs> sometime, Brian. Maybe after 2.1's on so that you can complain about everything they've done wrong <laughs> you, you make me sound like a douche hey Dad, thank no, you whenever we need extra douchiness when we need to fill our douchiness quota we'll get brian <laughs> so thank you Aww. you're quite welcome <laughs> <laughs> well played sir touche <laughs> anyway so um on to our music for this episode we've uh, picked a song from fun fancy 7 kind of a bit more traditional so um, it's an arrangement of the Shinra Company. So, well, it's not really so much an arrangement. It's more about kind of kind of reimagining, you know, like people some tend to do really now, where they kind of talk, uh, change the sounds around, make it a bit more stylistic. Um, so this is a guy called Chris Usalis on SoundCloud, and uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoy listening to that. Um, the next episode of Final Fantasy Union is scheduled for the 26th of November. And I think, Brian, that may end up being our last show of the year because I think the next one after that would be Christmas Eve. (laughs) 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 We we may do a special Christmas thing. We may or may not. We'll find out. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, until then, please be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. If you're just searching for Final Fantasy, we are number one. There are a few Final Fantasy XIV podcasts appearing now, but, uh, you know, we're still the only... the only major dedicated Final Fantasy <laughs> show, so I don't think they're going to be talking about Light and Returns too much. No. Probably not, unless, you know, it's the fate that shows up in Final Fantasy yeah. 14. Yeah, you definitely. never know. 
Anyway, you can also check out all our news coverage on funfansunion.com along with um, anything else we put up. And of course, please be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And we're getting on Google Plus now a bit more as well. Yeah. You know, so I mean, Lauren's posting up a lot more stuff on the social network stuff now. So you got we're posting up cosplays, um, obviously all the news. We've got mm. music going up there as well. So it's really hip and happening. <laughs> I try, I try. But if you have anything that you've seen, we like around, like, we, we sound like old fogies, hip and happening. <laughs> we're not old, Brian. <laughs> we are old. Uh, okay. Really not. <laughs> okay. Not yet. I still got a few oh. more years. Anyway, guys, time for you guys to say goodbye. Bye. So long. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and funfancyunion.com production. <laughs>